Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Greensburg. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Decatur County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Good morning. It is Wednesday, October 18th, six minutes after nine. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So having lost the first vote to become Speaker of the House, Jim Jordan, he's going to try again. He made a plea to his colleagues on social media. He said, we must stop attacking each other and come together. But there is a surprisingly large amount of Republicans who have rejected his nomination. 20 to be exact. Okay, so... (laughs) This is great, Casey. You know me. I seek chaos and calamity because in chaos and calamity, you see who people really are. And in this case, you are seeing the mask pulled back on what a just bunch of complete disingenuous hypocritical liars these establishment liberal Republicans are. Because remember when the whole McCarthy thing was going down? Oh, my gosh, we must have a speaker or the country will fall upon itself. We won't even have a republic anymore. And now they have an opportunity Mm -hmm. to elect a speaker because, of course, death and destruction is imminent because we must have a speaker. And yet, Mm -hmm. 20 of these complete buffoons, Victoria Sparts included, we'll get to her in a second, voted to not have a speaker. Yes, they did. They're going to vote again today at 11 o'clock. It's not about having a speaker. It's about having the speaker that they want. And this is what the left, and that's what these supposed Republicans are. They are left. They are showing to you the speaker stuff doesn't matter. It's the speaker that we want that Mm -hmm. matters. It's as long Mm -hmm. as we're in charge, as long as we're calling the shots, as long as we're dictating the terms. And I hope conservatives are seeing this, because we say this all the time, about how these people, these establishment Republicans, they don't like you. They don't want to work with you. They don't want to give you anything. They think you're a joke. They laugh at you. You are but a vote for them. That's all you are. And they're showing you right here that it doesn't matter if we have a speaker, because if it really mattered, they would elect Jim Jordan. It seems that Jim Jordan is the choice of many people. Nothing to do with personal opinions. Just a lot of people like him, want him to be the speaker and they want these 20 people to step aside. All right, let's get to Victoria Sparts because she should just go ahead and quit. Uh, At this point, she is such a joke that she should just go ahead. She's an embarrassment. I mean, that woman is a complete embarrassment. So... She came out. No, she keep in mind. She she enabled Kevin McCarthy to be elected speaker. She voted present, which is one of the most pathetic things you could possibly do. Are you for him or against him? I'm present. Then she votes to save Kevin McCarthy after she spends all this time blasting the policies of Kevin McCarthy. She votes to save Kevin McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Then she comes out and votes for Jim Jordan in conference. And yesterday votes against Jim Jordan to be Speaker of the House mm-hmm. for some bizarre, psychobabble, incoherent reason that I am still yet to understand. Either you want Jim Jordan to be Speaker or you don't. Either you think Jim Jordan would do a good job 
or you don't. Look, I've said I would if I were in the House of Representatives, I am a no because Jim Jordan voted repeatedly for Kevin McCarthy. That is someone with terrible judgment or someone who will play politics. Either way, he's not willing to do the things necessary to get the country back on track fiscally and financially. So I'm out. But with her, it's the, I mean, so you voted yes on Kevin McCarthy, no on Jim Jordan. So be careful because if you talk about her, she will come out with a press release <laughs> explaining herself. Did you guys talk about that yesterday? We did. We did about, briefly. About how we did the segment on what a just disgrace, goof, loser, zero Victoria Sparts is, and everyone in the fifth district should be embarrassed about her behavior throughout the speaker vote. Whatever you are is what you are, right? If you're no, you're no. You're not gonna hear a complaint from me on that. But her I mean, these interviews she's given, this just shrill, shouting voice of hers that makes you want to stab yourself between the eyes with an ice pick, and it's incoherent (laughs) reasoning. And then within hours... Yeah, she came out with that press release explaining her votes. Don't think... Total coincidence. Nobody listens. Yeah. Uh, So maybe we'll get to look forward to another press release about why she is so bad at her... Just quit, Victoria. Just quit. She does seem to be a Fairweather fan. And I can imagine that she would never be a Bears or a Cubs fan <laughs> because she could not stick through the bad but, years. But, but, but am I wrong? I mean, this, this, her behavior through all of this, starting with voting present during the speaker vote, and then I love the fact that uh, there were multiple reports. She's telling people, well, maybe I am going to run for re-election again. Yep. Oh, I would love to say that, see that. Victoria... You couldn't get elected dog catcher after your behavior during the speaker vote. And I would love nothing more than to see you actually run run for re-election again so the people of the 5th District can weigh in on your behavior over oh, the past 10 months. Yeah, she's saying that they're going to have to primary her. She, she was threatening to quit before, and now she's <laughs> threatening to run. But she did say she voted present to express her, disfa- her dissatisfaction. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's like Mick Jagger. She can't get no satisfaction. Right. I mean, like... Am I wrong? You're the woman here. Am I just? Am I? Am I going to be accused of being a sexist or whatever? Am I wrong? That this no. is this is ridiculous. Well, she's not alone though. A lot of people have been changing their minds back and forth. I mean, like take. We'll get to it. The, the Bacon guy. Yes. Who voted for McCarthy. Yeah, we should replace him with Kevin Bacon because he would do a much better job. <laughs> but let's get to Trump first. He was telling everybody that they should vote for Jim Jordan. I love that he calls him a young man. Jim Jordan is 59 Mm -hmm. years old. (laughs) But compared to me, because I'm 10 million years old. (laughs) Do you think that that puts a lot of weight? It's Donald Trump saying, hey, vote for Jim Jordan. I think the people that are out on on Jordan are not people that Donald Trump is going to move the needle on. I think what will move these people is if they get an overwhelming... response from their citizenry or their their uh, their constituents that you must do the right thing and elect Jim Jordan or we will primary you or whatever. I mean, that's what moves the majority of these people. Now, 
Jim Jordan would be markedly better than Kevin McCarthy. I have absolutely no doubt. I mean, an orange peel would be markedly better than Kevin McCarthy. So I, I love all of this because, again, my wish is that we would go six months without a House of Representatives. Well, what are we on? Day 15, day I, 16? You and, may get your wish. And Who look, knows? The country is still here, right, Casey? Yeah. We're all still here. We're all still breathing air. We're all still going to work. The, those of us that still uh, are not on the government dole, we're all still doing the things. We're, I think you could go, Casey, and I'm not joking when I say this. Six months with the government doing nothing. Government, The federal government incapable of functioning. Mm-hmm. And I think I think we'd be fine. In fact, I think we'd be in a better financial place, a better fiscal place. I think inflation would largely help. It would help dramatically with inflation. I think we should try to go six months and just see what happens. And if the country implodes and you go, Rob, you're an idiot. Yeah, but they can't have that happen. Why not? Because then you might see oh. that they're not needed. <laughs> So, uh, Ken Buck, he was one of the people who voted against Jim Jordan. Yes. And he said that he wants Jordan to quit talking about defunding the DOJ. Okay, so I love this. So, Ken Buck is one of these super establishment liberal people, and he is admitting here, I voted against Jim Jordan because Jim Jordan wants to hold the Biden Justice Department Mm -hmm. accountable. Same people who called school board, people who go to school board meetings, domestic terrorists, etc. And he's also very mad that Jim Jordan had the audacity to question mass mail-in unaccountable voting in Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. He said that the Republicans are uh, the party of the rule of law. Yeah, let's take a listen. I I had a a nice 30, 40-minute conversation with Jim last night. Um, It it is not personal. I have a lot of respect for Jim, and and we both have sort of risen in the conservative movement and share many of the values of the conservative movement. Um, I I think that uh, what Jim Jordan needs to do is to stop talking about defunding the Department of Justice. We pride ourselves on being a a party of the rule of law. You can't defund the Department of Justice or defund a special counsel's uh, office in the Department of Justice and talk about uh, the the uh, value that that we share. So there are a number of of different issues um, uh, related to the election and and some not related to the election. You are a hard no. I mean, is there anything that he can do, anything that he can promise, any uh, change that he can make to get your vote? I I will not vote for Jim Jim Jordan. I did not have Ken Buck on my bingo card. (laughs) I did have Victoria Sparks there, though. Uh, (laughs) Look... Okay, so somebody in the YouTube chat, who would you support for speaker? Mm -hmm. I would support someone who is willing to publicly say, I will shut the federal government down. First of all, anybody who voted for Kevin McCarthy, out, because they they have terrible, horrific judgment, out. You can hate me. Casey, I I am, if nothing, consistent. Is Mm -hmm. that correct? Mm -hmm. I am consistent in my views on things. So anybody who voted for Kevin McCarthy, out. I think you've got to go outside of the House of Representatives to find this person. Be careful, because the name that I'm seeing being tossed around right now is Liz Cheney. Well, that's obviously a no, and she would have absolutely no chance she would get fewer votes (laughs) than Jim Jordan. But the point is, you've got to go outside of the House of Representatives, Mm -hmm. which you can do. There's Mm -hmm. absolutely nothing wrong with doing that. And it has to be a person who will say publicly, because I think if you remove the, 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 there's just so much drama and hurt feelings and everything else amongst these people who are in the House of Representatives. If you go outside and you find somebody, because all that matters is getting the fiscal stuff under control. And if you find somebody who says, I will shut this government down if we don't do it ourselves, then I think that's a person you, you, you've got to look to and you've got to go with. 
that is you can cast a very wide net with that person that is my standard who is the person who will do the stuff necessary to get the spending under control so you have said the name mitch daniels no, I'm, not, I'm not let me be very clear because people are going to lose their minds i am not coming out right now and i am telling you right now yeah i am not coming out on this day saying mitch daniels should be speaker i am saying given his governance track record yep and mm-hmm. his long-standing, very public statements about government spending and irresponsible government, he is someone worth having a conversation on because I think he would actually would do the stuff. But I'm not endorsing Mitch Daniels in any shape, form, or fashion. Well, the other name, obviously Donald Trump's name has been thrown out, but he can't do it uh, under indictment. Yep. Yeah, Ron DeSantis's name has been thrown around. He'd have to get out of the presidential race. Maybe that's the way everybody saves face. Yeah, that could here, be. Here, here's the other, of course, you need somebody like Ron Paul. Now, it's obviously not going to be Ron Paul, but you need someone with a Ron Paul or Rand Paul type resolution to get spending under control. And these existing reps are not that. They're not. It is 19 minutes after nine. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Good morning, it is 923. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So let's talk about John Russ. I know you saw the billboard yesterday, didn't you? Uh, multiple ones. Yes, the big digital billboards yeah. on I-65. Uh, I loved it. That's, uh, that made me very happy that this guy is willing to spend this much money to mm-hmm. expose how bull crap Indiana's election law and ballot access laws are. Well, he's spending a lot of his own yeah, money. I like he that. apparently has contributed $1.6 million since he officially launched his campaign in September. So, John Rust, for those of you new to the party, John Rust is an egg farmer. He is trying to run for U.S. Senate against uh, our old pal Jimmy Banks. You remember Jimmy? He mm-hmm. voted for McCarthy 15 times, told everybody how great McCarthy was, voted to save McCarthy. Now he thinks Jim Jordan is great. I'm still not sure how you square Kevin McCarthy would be the best speaker. No, wait! Jim Jordan would be the best speaker. Um, it's like a guy in a in a uh, sports betting whose team gets knocked out and just keeps throwing money on the next team, and then eight teams later, I won! <laughs> uh, so, uh, John Rust is trying to run for U.S. Senate against Jim Banks, the Republican establishment apparatus of which Jim is now uh, cause du jour for them. So if you need any inkling as to how Jim Banks will vote, the fact that Holcomb Hupfer Incorporated has endorsed the guy, state party is wholeheartedly behind him, which should scare everyone to death, um, is fighting John Rust because they say he doesn't meet the ballot access requirements of having to having voted in two consecutive Republican primaries. So what the Republicans are saying in this state, and Democrats too, because they both agree with this, Russ just happens to be a Republican, is we are so inept. The Republicans and Democrats are telling you everything you need to know about their governance. We are so inept at governance that unlike the libertarians who conduct their primaries via private process with no public money, we are so inept and incapable, we cannot fund our or conduct primaries without confiscating 
public tax money, yet we want to be able... So we take everyone's money. They're, they're happy to take John Russ' money by force, which is taxation. But we also want to be able to dictate who can run for the office, even though we're taking everyone's money. Yep. That is so ridiculous. Look, if the Republicans want to go like the Libertarians and have private conventions... Nominate whoever you want to nominate. Put whatever rules up you want. I'm fine with it. But the fact that you are taking public money from every single citizen because you can't do it on your own, and then you're going to dictate who can run for public office. And the fact that Jim Banks, who claims to be, you know, I was in the military. I fought for people's freedom. Well, apparently you didn't fight for John Russ' freedom to run for public office. Well, he doesn't like the competition. I think it's really interesting. John Russ says that he's donating to his campaign rather than loaning the money to his campaign. He says he's not going to be there just to pay off his campaign debts. He wants people to know that he's in the race 100% for Hoosiers and he's not beholden to Washington like Jim Banks. So some guy on Twitter yesterday at Robin Kendall on Twitter, yes, if you'd like to play along, made some very mean, very ridiculous comments. And you know me, I, I just address them about uh, they he could, you know, some of the effect of he couldn't believe that I was supporting gay John Rust, whatever. John Rust's sexuality has nothing to do with this. There's m- many, many fine people who are homosexuals who are on the side of liberty and freedom, which is what I care about in my elected officials, people who will leave me alone, who they share a bed with has nothing to do with anything. That's number one. And that's weird that that's where he went. And it tells you a lot about that person, that that's where they went. Mm -hmm. Number two, I've never said I'm voting for John Rust. I have no idea what John Rust's opinions are on a bevy of issues. I have no idea how he would govern. I look forward to learning about that if indeed he is allowed to run for the office he's forced to fund the election of. But my support of John Rust being on the ballot doesn't mean I'm going to vote for him. What I support is that if these two tired old parties are going to continue to say we are so inept that we can't run our our nominating processes without public money, that then the entire public gets to participate in the process they are forced to fund. I don't think any of that is unreasonable, irrational, or uh, outside the mainstream. That if you're forced to pay for something, you should get to participate in it. Okay, so Jim Banks has been outspoken about John Russ. He's saying that he's a left-wing millionaire whose longtime (laughs) Democrat voting record disqualifies him uh, for running as a Republican. And then he went on to say that John Russ is suing the state to let him on the ballot. At the same time, John Russ is being sued for price gouging. Jim Banks is so it's it is really pathetic how scared Jim Banks is of any competition. I mean, look, if you're this great US rep and you've got this great voting record, Jimmy, and you're you're so beloved, just let the guy on the ballot and beat him into dust. I mean, what would be better? What would be better than winning 80% of the vote? In the primary, hey, look, everybody's behind us. We came out and we really, they're afraid because they know that people are sick of this establishment crap. Jim knows that he kissed the ring finger of Kevin McCarthy and the Republican hierarchy nationally and in Indiana when he could have altered that speaker vote because power, prestige, and moving up the political ladder was more important. They're scared to death of of any competition because they know that's going to be talked about. And instead of doing the right thing, which is saying, we welcome John Russ to the game. We uh, These primaries are publicly funded. The public should be able to run. Instead, Jim Banks is 
acting like a pathetic, sniveling little weasel trying to keep this guy from running for public office. It's gross. Okay, so John Russ has $1.6 million on hand. Jim Banks has $2.7 million and ever, on and hand. And everybody, everybody, I know we got to get to break. Everybody should be cheering for John Russ to get on the ballot because these ballot access laws are written by Republican and Democrat elitists who do not want the public to be running for public office because they don't want to be challenged. So whether you like Russ, you like his, I don't know. I look, I look forward to finding out, but everybody should be cheering for John Russ to get on the ballot. You are listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Sometimes, Rob, when you're right, you're right. It is 935. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. A new poll came out. And you remember that Robert Kennedy Jr., he declared himself an independent. Well, this new poll came out and it said that he is taking a chunk from Trump. Yes, and I tried to tell everybody this when people were so excited. Oh, my gosh, he's running as an independent. Look at all the Democrats he's going to pull. And I said, you you should probably have pause on this because I think there are a lot of people out there who are looking for a reason not to vote, to have to vote for Trump. Mm -hmm. And again, I understand there are people who really love Trump and are only Trump voters. But if you're a Republican primary voter... You need to look very long and hard at this because now people will have a reason. Now, will Robert F. Kennedy Jr. get enough support that he is going to make the debate stage, which is what you would need to have any shot at getting electoral votes, et cetera? I don't know. Probably not. However, he will be on the ballot in all 50 states. I can assure you he will get the signatures. He will be an option, and he will campaign. Mm -hmm. He will be on network television. He will be on cable news. He will be on podcasts. He will be on radio. People will know that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is running for president. And while he will pull from both parties, there are a lot of people who are looking for a reason not to have to vote for either of these two people. And I thought more of them would come from Trump. And at least this first poll from uh, Marist, which is a somewhat you know well-known polling organization, yeah. it seems to support that. Yeah, saying that that's true. You can... I would expect to see a lot of Robert Kennedy Jr. on social media because that's a free platform because he does not have the budget that Biden has. He does not have the budget that Trump has. But according to this poll, when you throw in Kennedy in the mix, Biden's support drops to 44 percent. Trump's shrinks to 37 percent and Kennedy gets 16 percent of the registered voters. Now, look, there's going to be all sorts of people who, when it comes time to pull the trigger, are going to do the thing where, oh, I just can't stand the thought of my vote, you know, costing, you know, giving the thing back to Biden, or if you're a Democrat, giving it back to Trump. And so will he get 16? Because 16% would definitely get him on a debate stage. Mm -hmm. If he's polling at 16% come whenever that is, whenever the cutoff is, August or whatever of next year to September or whatever, he's he's on the debate stage. I can't remember if it's 10 or 15. Either way, he's passed that. And maybe they haven't even made up the rules this time. But That is what people really need to be thinking about as you go vote in this primary process, which is what we've been trying to tell you for months now, that the data is showing very clearly that people are looking for an alternative, and there are more people looking for an alternative to Trump who recognize we just, we we cannot have, I cannot give my support to Joe Biden. I guess by default it has to be Trump, unless now there's There's another option. And it's not Cornell West. It's not some radical leftist. Now, Kennedy is very left on a lot of issues, but he's he's he talks enough game and makes enough sense on some really key stuff that people go, I'll go with him. Well, it's the independents. 
Everybody needs those independents. And Trump has a little bit of an edge over Biden when it comes to the independents. But when you throw in Kennedy into this, listen to these numbers. And now this is strictly just the independent voters. But when you have a three-way race between Biden, Trump, and Kennedy, 34% of the independents go to Trump, 33 go to Biden, and 29 go to Kennedy. So that's like a three-way tie right there. Well, uh, yeah. It's all within the margin of error. And you know, Casey, yeah, we hate to on this show to ever tell people how right we were, but this is why you need to listen to us because we've been <laughs> telling you this mm-hmm. for months and months and months, and now the polling is starting to come out. It Now we'll see. If in a month uh, Kennedy's down to 10 and you know the world's kind of resetting itself, then okay, but I be very, very careful about this stuff because people, people, and this should be the takeaway of the Republican primary voter, People in the general election, these people in the middle, not kind of hardcore one way or another, are looking for a reason not to vote for Donald Trump. It uh, apparently was quite the family shakeup when RFKJ came out and said he was going to run as an independent and not a Democrat. Well, and it, it look, he's going to do the most good in terms of himself. Uh, you know, I don't know what his actual motivation is. I don't know what his actual goals are, but he's going to do the I, most. I think it's to win. Well, r- right. I mean, but I, he's not he's not going to win. He may, he may, may, maybe end up winning electoral college votes. He's not going to win the presidency. Mm-hmm. But here is one other thing, and then we'll, we'll move on to something else. One other thing people need to think about, you talked about money. He right now doesn't have the sort of money necessary. However, do not underestimate, you know, what was that group in 2020, the Lincoln Log Project or the Lincoln Project or Log Cabin Project, or what, whatever they were called, those people who hated Trump, who mm-hmm. supported Biden, those people are still out in the ether, Casey. They're very rich. They're super liberal. They're re- Republicans, in air quotes. But don't underestimate the ability. They could uh, throw their money right. behind Kennedy. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't at all underestimate the ability of of these people to get behind Kennedy and give him, you know, millions and millions of dollars necessary to run ads, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And, and well, that's what he's going to need too. He's going to need a lot of money to blanket the country. All right, let's talk about this other poll that came out and it says the majority of American adults believe the U.S. is moving in the wrong direction. No kidding. <laughs> this is from the Associated Press. Yeah, um, this is interesting because people, again, are telling you and you keep seeing what people are to go back to our last topic are telling you what they want, which is they want something new. They want something fresh. They want something responsible. Mm-hmm. Is the country where I am in terms of the, the budget, the Republicans should not give in until they have a balanced budget? N- no, they're not. And I accept that. But the country has also said prices are out of control. Mm-hmm. The country is being run total in a total irresponsible manner, fiscally, security, foreign policy. It's all a mess. We want something different. And the Republicans and Democrats keep going, oh, that's cute. Here's the same thing you just had. So Biden's job approval rating. Oh, it's 38 percent. It's 38 percent. Yeah. 61 percent disapprove. Now, again, this is the Associated Press. Uh, NORC Research Center poll, which is a fairly well-known poll, doesn't make it the most accurate thing in the world, but clearly not in the tank for Biden if they've got him at 38%. Well, and this is despite the media covering for him. Yeah. People just aren't buying his message. And his personal unfavorability is in the tank, 54% unfavorable to 42% favorable. Um, Now, Trump, same thing, 58% unfavorable, 38% favorable. 
pe people like we there's only so many ways we could say it people are telling these two tired old parties we don't we don't want these guys yes and the parties keep going here you go make make the choice mm -hmm. and that's possibly why Kennedy could have some success. Hey, I, I heard you guys, I was driving down when I was driving yesterday. Mm -hmm. I heard you guys do the segment on uh, Oprah and Romney. Yeah. That Romney now claims he, he wanted Oprah to be the vice president. Is that right? Apparently she pitched him. Oh, yeah. He pitched okay. her. She, he didn't believe that she was serious. Yeah. You and believe that? That what? Did that actually took place? Possibly. Yeah, I mean, it, who knows if it was a, it could have just been like a random conversation over a cocktail. Hey, let's yeah, do this. Right. There's no way, there's no way he would have actually picked her. No Although way. Although it is Romney. So you never know. There's no way she would have actually said yes. Well, is she still relevant? Yeah. I mean, I think there's a whole, uh, that's what I said yesterday. Yeah. There's this whole generation of voters who don't even know her. I was just, I was. She's uh, been off the uh, air for over a decade. I thought that was an interesting topic. All right. Speaking of, do we believe somebody or not? Ooh, boy. Britney Spears has a new book coming out mm -hmm. and she has ass asserted something in this book yeah. that is beyond the, hey, she got wacky and shaved her head. Yeah. That is very, very serious. And if true, should just be the end of the person that she is accusing it of. So yeah. let's get into that when we come back. It's coming up with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. She has a new memoir coming out. It's called The Woman in Me. It is 949. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. We're talking about Britney Spears, and this memoir is being published by People Magazine, and in it, she has dropped a big revelation, and that is that she had an abortion after getting pregnant from Justin Timberlake. Yeah, look, I mean, this is a pretty serious... There are things people put in books, mm -hmm. and you go, ah, did that happen? Ah, is it being exaggerated? And look, all these people do this, and uh, well, I mean, almost all of them do this in these books, because it's designed to get people to want to buy the book. Oh my gosh, did you hear blah, blah, blah? And I understand that. But this is way beyond that. Like, that is not something that you would make up and then if it came out to be false that people would go ah she was just doing that to sell a to sell a book right and so somebody's gonna have to i would assume this will be something the media is not going to let go i mean given who he is mm -hmm. and obviously who she is that hopefully we will get to the bottom of this and if indeed this is true what a complete piece of garbage he is I mean, if because she makes it sound like I mean, at least according to this like report from NBC that she wanted to keep the baby. Yeah, that he that he pressured her mm -hmm. in order to to have this abortion. Yep. And if indeed that is true, that you killed an innocent, precious life for your career. I mean, yep. Gross. Yeah. So. Britney Spears wrote that Justin definitely wasn't happy about the pregnancy. He was 18 years old at the time. He said we weren't ready to have a baby in our lives, that we were too young. Again, like I said, gross. Mm -hmm. I mean, you were old enough to make the, the decision to have consensual sex together. Seemingly, 
look, I mean, there are times where pregnancies occur, even if people are using protection, but you know that is a potential outcome of choosing to be intimate together. It wasn't like they were 15. He, they were both over the, the uh, she was 17 when she started dating Timberlake, but they both they both would have been of legal age when this when this happened, it appears. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's like, it's just, it's just gross if indeed it's, if indeed it's true. Let's see. So this is according to NBC about how they describe the what's in the memoir. Justin definitely wasn't happy about the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Spears wrote about her pregnancy with then 18-year-old Timberlake in mm-hmm. her memoir. He said we weren't ready to have a baby in our lives that we were way too young. Yeah. So I don't know if she was 18. I mean, it doesn't matter either way. It doesn't matter. She was you. 17 when she first started yeah, dating Yeah, so you him. don't know exactly like when this was. But the point is, he was an adult. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he was an adult. And I just... Look, he's going to have to answer this question. I mean, because this is this is really, really gross if it's true. So they dated for three years, and it's also being reported that during that time, he may have cheated on her with another celebrity, and then she was always very upset that he never stood up for her during her conservatorship. So is this a woman scorned? Is this true? Why would she put that out there if it weren't true? Well, okay, so a couple things with this. Number one, you're right. So, okay, this is 20, almost 25 years on. Mm -hmm. Why now? Mm -hmm. Two, so that would be the first question. Why are you, like, now putting this out? Why didn't you speak about this earlier, you know, et cetera? And number two, she's crazy, but I don't think she's an evil person. That would be an evil thing to do. To, to li- fabricate to a story lie about like this. that. Like she, she's yeah. nuts, but I think at her core, she's a pretty sweet person who's just had a very traumatic life. I mean, from all the things that I've kind of read about her, et cetera. Now, I, I could be way off, but either way, somebody is a complete piece of garbage. Well, Justin Timberlake, do you think he needs to come out publicly and say something about this? Well, he doesn't have to, obviously. You know, and, and Or is he just hoping it'll go well, away? Well, Hammer and I were talking about this yesterday because obviously he's the Britney Spears expert here. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he was kind of saying... The defense could just be, hey, she's nuts, and he's going to probably know if there's any paper trail proof of this. Mm-hmm. And if there's not, then you could make that your defense. And then if she can't disprove it, then it's a he said, she said. And she's kind of had a nutty enough existence that people might believe that. But if there's some sort of financial trail, et cetera, then, then you know, obviously... <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I just feel terrible about all this, Casey. Well, her conservatorship didn't start until, what, 2008? Yeah. So that was well after, six years after the two of them parted ways yeah. and broke up. So I... there, There's no winner in this. Either he's being accused of something horrific that he didn't do, or she was forced into something or felt forced into mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. that well, now she should have pushed back and said, "Doesn't matter what you want, buddy. This is a life, and we're gonna we're gonna have this life, or I'm gonna have this life, and I hope you're a part of it." So you know, she's if she indeed did it, she she it was a sound mind to be able to make that choice at the time. Mm-hmm. So there is no. I mean, if she did it, they're all bad guys in the equation. If it didn't happen, then she's the bad. I mean, it's just it's yuck. Yeah, the whole thing is gross, right? And I, I, I can still remember the day that J.R. Rizzo from Jive Records walked into my office and was pitching her new song, 
baby one more time. Oh, did you tell him? Did and you tell so, me oh, that will never work? Well, he said, "Don't you look at her? She's so cute. Don't you want to make her dreams come true?" <laughs> that that was the pitch. <laughs> and I said, "No, I want to play good music on the radio station. <laughs> I just don't care about making Kevin! her dreams come true." <laughs> what? What's up? What the hell is this? Uh, this is uh, Sticks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you know this song? Yeah, I know this song. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's James Young. And I specifically told you, no James Young or Tommy Shaw on this show. <laughs> Sorry. He's not listening to you. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Good morning.